Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. listen and share the podcast and the podcast is growing so grateful huge show today uh schman is back for those of you who are new listeners my husband's name is dan a listener kind of like a while back when aj who is a comedian was co-hosting the show full-time they had sort of dubbed our men schmiggy and schman so we could sort of talk about them but not use their real names. Schman is back on the show. We got into a big debate about John Mayer. John Mayer is trending in pop culture. He joined TikTok, but then the Taylor Swifties, the, the Swifty fans, if you will, came after him. And it's this like rabbit hole. So we'll get into that. We have to talk about that. Also, what to watch this week. There's so many great things out there. The Bachelor was last night. You guys know for the first time I'm on board, which was why comedian Jared Freed was on the show yesterday. It was amazing. And then, oh my God, I have to, 
Oh, God, it's true. Okay, so if you follow me on social media at The Sarah Fraser Show, I have been documenting like a five-part series, essentially, on this watch that Dan gave me for my birthday and Valentine's Day, which was just a couple weeks ago. I love my husband so much, but I hate this watch. And I have not told him, so I am going to tell him today on the show when he joins that I don't like the watch and see what he has to say. First, let's get to a sponsor. You guys know the best way, of course, to support this show is to frequent our sponsors. So we love our guy, Bowtie Joe. Joe Passetto is a financial, independent financial advisor, by the way. If you are looking to invest and you have $500, $5,000, or $500,000, and you want to work on your retirement, Joe is the guy to see. JP2 Management is his website. You can go to jp2management.com. He worked for over 15 years as a licensed certified. He's got like all, he's passed all the finance courses for Wells Fargo and then started his own independent firm because then you can pay a lot less and reduced fees to invest with him. He is top notch. He came on the show. He's been on the show a couple of times to talk GameStop when all that stuff was happening. So reach out to him today at jp2management.com. All right, The Bachelor was last night. We now know who is going to replace Chris Chris Harrison for After the Final Rose, um, which all goes down March 15th. So Emmanuel... Oh gosh, I think I'm going to say it right. It's like it's like Nacho, but they were saying without the Acho, Acho. So Emmanuel Acho, you've probably seen him, former NFL player, contributor for Fox. He's a very successful, I think, like YouTube show uh, where he talks like open discussions about race. Um, so he is going to step in as Chris Harrison's replacement. I I think this is a good choice. I mean, I wish the guy well. I think the poor guy is going to get trolled to death because it's so it's like replacing Alex Trebek. It's been 20 seasons. Of course, Chris Harrison, you know, needed to step away. He's done that. I'm just, it will be very fascinating to see how he does. So I wish him well. Now we know. Last night, of course, was the first time I had ever watched The Women Tell All. My girl, Queen Victoria, was back. (laughs) Like, no one's better at gaslighting than Queen Victoria. I love her. I I, I don't know. You know what? I love her. I thought she was amazing. I thought everybody was great last night. Katie got so much backlash and so much crap for essentially running. And she was. She was a tattletale to Matt James about all the women without ever even giving the women a chance to resolve their own toxic issues within the house. So she, like, got it hard last night. Oh, my God. Everybody came for her. They were pissed. So I thought it was kind of interesting. So she got a ton of just backlash about about it. And it's like, yeah, we're grown women. Come and like say shit to my face. You know? I, anyhow. Uh, other Bachelor, you know, The Bachelor continues, continues to have so much drama this season. I like all the drama. I know a lot of longtime fans hate it. They're saying that they're going to tune out. They're over it. A lot of people felt like last night's Women Tell All was so dated. And they put on the screen, I think it was taped like February second or something before all this drama came out with Chris Harrison. So a lot of fans are saying, oh, I don't want to watch anymore. There was been, there's been so much drama. Fast forward. Fast forward. Well, we know what happens. Rachel Kirkconnell ends up with Matt James and they have to be broken up. I can't wait for this final rose. Because you guys tell me, doesn't this mean that essentially uh, we see Matt and whoever he chooses, right, after the final rose. So they're going to, like, come back live, right, and talk about their relationship. God, I'm looking forward to this. I can't wait. I- I'm sorry. I- I'm 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 addicted to all the drama. I really am. 
Rachel Kirkconnell came out. She said, stop defending her. She put she put out a video over the weekend um, saying stop t- defending her because people in her comments were like, girl, you did nothing wrong. It was a lot of people's opinion. It's like, it's, I think she did a little wrong, you know? I mean, and and the, the video, I actually wanted to spoof the video, but I, I feel bad for her because the entire internet is hating on her. But the, I mean, the video was like, I'm just like, okay, girl, you've been broken up with. And I mean, it, it's, but you would think a man that wears as many turtlenecks as Matt James would be used to judgment. You know, you'd think that he could like stand by her. Maybe they could work it out but I don't think they're going to. So we'll finally get that reveal. Rachel Lindsay, of course, who's former, um, you know, Bachelor Nation and, and still does all kinds of shows with them. She's had to put her Instagram on, like, you know, she's basically had to take it down and pause it because people have been hating on her so much for the Chris Harrison interview. It's like, she didn't force him to say anything. He said it on his own. Oh, the internet. Anyway, I'm way down the rabbit hole. Too sucked in to all this good drama. Well, one other thing with The Bachelor, though, is last night I was with everybody else going, where is Sarah Trot? You know, Sarah Trot, it, she was like the front. I guarantee Sarah Trot was going to win. That to me, like Matt lit up, okay? Remember, she's the one that her dad has ALS. She got there. She nearly like passed out in the rose ceremony and then she had to leave, right? She wanted to take care of her father. She was absent last night from the women tell all. Now, the rumors, of course, on the internet is essentially that she is taking care of her father. She's even launching her own podcast and she has started kind of an ALS caregivers uh, support group on Instagram. It's called Sarah's caregiver community and releases episodes of her from here to where podcast, which has been inspired by her decision to leave full-time work and take care of her dad. I had no idea she had a podcast. So if you want to fall, she was kind of a fan. I was sort of a fan favorite of hers because I thought they had great chemistry. So my guess is that is why she is not there last night. And it seems to be what the internet is saying as well. The other story that's trending is Alec Baldwin and Ilaria Baldwin are, they welcomed their sixth child together, seventh overall, because they have Ireland Baldwin too, um, which is Alec Baldwin's oldest daughter. So they have seven kids total, six, and and of course everyone is saying, because Ilaria just gave birth, I think five months ago. So obviously she didn't carry the child. I don't know why this story is such a mystery. To me, they obviously, they'd had a miscarriage before they gave birth to their fifth child. They've made it very obvious, at least she has, that she wants a daughter. And she, in in the fall, she gave birth to, that was her fourth boy. My own personal opinion is they'd probably hired a surrogate. Then she ends up getting pregnant herself, maybe. And boom, and she wanted a daughter. I don't know. Maybe they did some sort of, can't you like manipulate now and pick genders? Like, it's, isn't it really dangerous and expensive, but you can? They probably did some shit like that. They're uber rich. I think she wanted a daughter. Once she found out she wasn't having a daughter, they probably did some science shit. They hired a, a surrogate, and then now she has a daughter. Can you imagine six kids? God, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, how, I mean, first of all, carrying one is like, I mean, not that she carried six all at one time, but I'm just thinking, how do you, do you even have time? To like get to any attention. I mean, my grandparents, 
who had 10 children. I have, I have nine aunts and uncles, right? They would always say when they got older, like if they had the option of birth control and then they had like wised up about the Catholic church, they never would have had 10 kids. Like they would say that to their own kid's face. <laughs> so can you imagine wanting to have six or seven? It's, I do think it's a trend though. A lot of people now have like five, six kids. Uh, and I'm sure I'm going to have my son here in a month because I'm I'm thir- I'm like 34 weeks pregnant this week. And then I will be like, okay, I'm pumping out as many as I can till the age of 50. You know, so I take it all back. But anyhow, so that's the other story. That's my own theory. I think they hired a surrogate. I think they used some sort of technology because I feel like I read about it to guarantee the gender of their of this baby because they wanted another daughter and now they feel their family's complete. Just my two cents. We'll see. Um, before I get to television, need to thank a sponsor. Inside the Vault, are you looking for marketing and advertising and PR help? Well, Inside the Vault or at Vault Lab, whose digital marketing and social media work have involved more than 100 celebrities in 2020 and whose campaigns have involved Starbucks, the United Nations, Prince William's Foundation, Leo DiCaprio, and more, you can actually reach out to them right now as they are taking on new clients. Their website is insidethevault.com, and there you can find out all the services they offer. If you are looking to grow your business, not only on social media, but to best find out ROI, to retain clients, and to market your business the way that it deserves to be marketed, they're the people that you need to see. I love working with them. You probably saw on Valentine's Day, we did a giveaway with them, so you could kind of get a social media assessment. They do it all. They'll do an auto of your an audit of your social media, your website, and then tell you how to improve and maximize business. InsideTheVault.com, check them out today. What There's so many good things to watch this week, I uh, which is good for me because I'm just home, out of breath, and it's getting harder to walk. Um, so here are some things that I can't wait to watch. Biggie, um, which I know what you guys are probably thinking is like, really? I know there's so there has to be the most notorious B.I.G. and Tupac documentaries of any two other famous people on the planet. Everything, podcasts about them, documentaries, movies. People are continue to be fascinated. So Biggie, I got a story to tell, is now streaming on Netflix. Some controversy with it, but this documentary follows his life, has his mom on. She's She's been very outspoken anyway in the past couple of years. Um, so I'm going to be watching that. The other one, and I'm not sure I have as much interest in this, but a lot of people are talking about it. Billie Eilish, the world's a little bit blurry on Apple TV. People are also looking forward to talking about that one. Uh, tomorrow night on Wednesday night, 8 p.m. on Lifetime, Married at First Sight. Oh my God, I'm. you want to talk about drama. I'm so hooked on this season. I think this show is phenomenal. It's so good. I don't care. I know everyone hates Chris and Paige, but I actually think, I, I do, I have a theory, and I, I think I'm going to do a clubhouse talk on this. I have a theory that Chris is the hero of the show. I do. I really do. I, I'll tell you why on Clubhouse, I'm sure all two of you that are listening to this are on Clubhouse because it's either I run into people that are like on Clubhouse 24-7 or people that don't give two shits about Clubhouse. So (laughs) Married at First Sight is so good to me. It's just, it's the best show. I love it. I'm addicted to it. I think it's, it's amazing. And 
I, I, I'm sucked in. And, and, and I don't know why the audience expects like all their relationships to be smooth. These people never even knew each other. They went through a few therapy sessions. They signed up for a reality show. They've been paired with someone. Of course, drama is going to ensue. And then I was, I'll talk to Schman about this because I want to see if he'll watch this with me, but Oprah Winfrey, and I've read nothing about this because I want to completely give my own um, unfiltered, uncensored opinion. This Sunday night, March 7th, Oprah Winfrey on CBS is doing a special with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. In general, I don't really give a shit about them. I, I just don't. I don't know why. I'm just not into it. I guess I'm sort of over the royal family, like... I think I was kind of into Kate Middleton for maybe like a second back in my days when I was on the radio. We were covering all the pop culture, but now I don't care. I don't care about, I couldn't even tell you anything about Prince William. I don't know anything. I, I could care less, but I'm oddly fascinated because there's been so much hype about this interview and how Oprah allegedly has been courting them forever and had offered to promote um, their podcasting company. And, and I'm just curious, like what Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to do because they're they're sort of positioning themselves, I think, like the Obamas, where maybe they want to run for office. I, I just feel like they have a they have a plan, they have a strategy, and I, I'm thinking it involves some sort of politics. That's just my guess. So I'll be watching that. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I call him the Nozempic Benon Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, the, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Um, Schman is coming up on the show because we have so much to talk about. I do want to ask you, though, today, if you get a chance to go to Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts is one of the main places that people listen to The Sarah Fraser Show. If you could leave me a review, boom, you can hit 
Look, you can hit one star, you can hit five stars, you can hit whatever stars you want, okay? Tell me what you love about the show. Tell me what you'd love to see happen on the show. Some recent guests. Leave the podcast a review. If you're listening and you enjoy this show and you love having Schman and, and Schman being on the show, tell me all about it. Head to Apple Podcasts, just search The Sarah Fraser Show, hit four stars, hit five stars, five stars the max, otherwise I'd say like hit 10 stars, and tell me what you love about the show. Leave the show a review. All right, Schman is here. You chugged your tea already? I thought you would be sipping tea throughout this segment. No, I'm ready. You're ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're back again. Look, I, I have to say, I have to admit. You say forever, now I drive alone past your street. <laughs> okay. Now you're on board with Olivia mm-hmm. Rodrigo? It pulls the heartstrings. <laughs> you like that song, don't you? Yeah, it's okay. You do like, I guarantee that you listen it's to a, that song a, a, when a, I'm not in the car maybe, with you. Maybe, I belt it out. I know you do. I know you do. You love like a love tune. Mm-hmm. You love... I'm a romantic. What was the John Bon Jovi song you were listening oh, to? Oh, Bed of Roses was on uh, <laughs> and you were like uh, 90s on 9 on Sirius. Yeah. <laughs> and you were belting that I was that belting out. that one out. That was middle school. Okay, look, I got a question for you right out of the, the gate, right off the jump, because people want to know, people like our dynamic together on the show, and they want to... Didn't we get a message? We were sitting here Saturday morning. We get a voice message. She doesn't want to be named a listener who sent us a VM and she wants you to be on because she likes that we disagree and we have intellectual conversations. So I, I said we should go into business. We should have a podcast. We should talk politics because I disagree with a lot of the stuff you say. I mean, you're completely on board with the internet. You, you know, whatever the internet says, you're like right there with them. And I, I disagree wholeheartedly. But it's I digress. A broad generalization, but <laughs> I digress. Um, you know, would, you, would you ever look? Tell people why you're not going to be on this does show. Does the Sarah Fraser show provide health benefits? <laughs> I just want to clarify. Well, what benefits package? I've got big plans. I've got big plans. You know, we're we're, we're going to launch a production company. We already have a show concept for our son. Mm-hmm. He has no choice. He's, He's the next Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. That's how how'd that work out for him. <laughs> He's the next Drew Barrymore. Mm. And. But you you have a legit job, so for now you're not going to be on full time. I'm just I do... happy to be one of the recurring guests on the Sarah Fraser show. I kind of feel like I'm. Uh, if you ever watched Letterman back in the day, he'd always have Regis on, or he'd have Richard Simmons on, and I'm just like Richard Simmons with longer shorts. <laughs> okay, is that it? Mm-hmm. Well, I I love having you on. I think our dynamic is great, and I love disagreeing with you. And so you know that leads us to today's topic. Man, we should have a reality <laughs> show 24 seven. People we, will be able to see that all the time. But go on. And do I ever win you with my opinions? Do I ever sway you with my knowledge? I never say never. I'm sure there's one point that I might have agreed to. I can't recall, though. Okay, I'm trying to think. Okay, well, whatever. Look, today's topic is John Mayer. John Mayer getting Taylor Swift a backlash. So John Mayer yesterday joins TikTok Posts a video. He can't really figure out how to use TikTok. And all he does is get trolled for from Taylor Swift fans essentially saying, oh, you know, good to see you here. Did you think it was acceptable to date a 19-year-old, you asshole? And so it's just, it's like the hate from the, the internet is so nuts. Like, do people have jobs? Yeah, to troll people on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's not a job if you love what you do. The... <laughs> What for, let's let's pause and say what forty three year old man is joining TikTok? All right, first and foremost, I don't care if you're a celebrity, but that's 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 kind of odd. Second, um, cyberbullying is real, 
And those Swifties need to recognize that that behavior is unacceptable. Okay. Uh, no, I, it's it's what a out of all the issues in this world to, that we're dealing with, these the uh, John John Mayer joining TikTok and Swift Taylor Swift fans berating him. You know, find find something find something a little more fulfilling in your life. That's my suggestion. Well, but go okay. On. Well, I was going to say she was nineteen at the time; he was thirty-two. And you and I got into a heated debate, and this actually applies to we're trying to watch um, Alan versus Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. You know, the or Pharaoh versus Alan v. Allen, whatever it is, the documentary about Woody Allen, you know, and of course he ends up marrying his stepdaughter mm-hmm. when she's like twenty or something. Twenty-one, I think. Twenty-one. So, but you basically were arguing, I said, why are people, she was 19. If she, she like willingly dated a 32 year old and you're like, now it's, it is, I'll preface everything and say that, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants, right? Who am I to say what relationships can and cannot work? But generally speaking, when there is that, not necessarily large of an age gap, but when there is a life experience gap. That is a that is a difficult relationship to develop because think back when you're 19 years old, right? Yeah, and all it was the in living, all the living you still needed to do, versus being 32 years old. That's a that's a that's a, now if you're talking about a, a, an 11 or 12 year gap difference when you're 80 versus 68, that's a different story, right? Because you're in a similar position in life, but it's a very difficult scenario when you have a almost a generational experience gap uh, in your relationship. So you, okay. And you then brought up Scott Disick and Amelia, you know, um, mm-hmm. Hamlin, obviously yeah. who's 37 and 19. And you're not here for that. You think no, that's well, creepy. I, I think part, it is creepy. And, and now I think they have shared experience it's... in the sense of having grown up uh, or having lived in the spotlight. Yeah. And so there there is there is some commonality there, but at the same time 19 you you're fresh out of high school, you're still a baby. Like that is that These is These people live a Hollywood. They don't it, even go to high even, school. Even with even with a different life experience of growing up in the spotlight, chemically in your brain, experiences in your life, you're you're in a, such a different place when you're 19 versus 37. So you find That being said, you know, I'm and I, I'm planning. You know, eventually for like when you get into some sort of podcasting accident at age sixty, <laughs> and I remarry. I, you know, I, I'm not opposed to remarrying a thirty year old at that point. So I don't want to. I don't want these words to lock me into oh, anything. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, but you got on this like kick today, and then when I was twenty five, I told you that I dated Ed, who was like fourteen years. How'd that older. work out for you? <laughs> Well, it didn't work out because, yeah, ultimately the age gap was way too big. He was 39 at the time. 39 with teenage kids. Did you find that creepy? They were not teenage kids then. They weren't. They were like 8 and 10 or something. Fair enough. But with with children, I don't think it's necessarily creepy because it can work. The problem is, again, you were 25 and you still like to go out and, you know, honky tonk at night. And he's, he's someone who is looking to, you know collect stuff and live at home and raise his daughters. You guys are in different paths. It didn't work. But for some people, it can work if they're if they're on similar journeys. But when there is that large of an age gap and there is a difference in terms of, you know, I've already been out sow, uh, sowing my wild oats, so to speak, 
and I'm looking to settle down with someone, but if someone's still looking to go out and party and hang out and do their stuff, it, it, it's usually not a good situation. And that's where when you have someone in their 30s dating someone in their late teens or early 20s, it's not a really good recipe. Uh, okay. It's, it's the math. It's, well, it's science. I mean, again, Taylor was already famous by then. She's 19. It's legal. It's now like these people are coming after him as though it's illegal. It's no. like, fuck off. Exactly. Take that, Swifties. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, come on. All right, look, uh, a couple other really quick topics I want to run down. Are you going to watch with me um, Oprah Winfrey's exclusive with um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on Sunday? Probably not. You have no interest in the royals. The royals, the royals, what an antiquated concept. I don't even think the British care about the royals anymore. I mean, it's it's not really... Why does the press shove it down our throats then? Uh, because... It's it's like it's almost like the Kennedys, right? It's it's something that's a legacy. I mean, it's greater than the Kennedys because you're talking about centuries, if not more. Um, and and there's history associated with it, but at the same time, that history is outdated and and almost irrelevant. I mean, it's 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 like um, I don't know. It's almost like watching a car crash in slow motion. You shouldn't be watching it, but you do. Anyways. So you don't give a shit about what they're up to, really? Not really. <laughs> you know, uh, which which is this? Which one? This is Harry and Mark. Harry's the one who looks like that uh, guitar player, uh, Ed Sheeran. And then uh, Markle. A skinny Ed Sheeran, Yeah, Markle, yes. Markle was the one who was on that USA show, Suits, I think. Yes. Yeah. Why should we be caring about them? And who's the real prince? The one who has uh, William. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. I need to trade barber techniques with him because that. You think he needs to go bald? He needs to go bald. He just has the monkey butt thing in the background. Just embrace it. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Okay, and then lastly, you know, I've been doing this uh, this like sketch on the internet, essentially, where Mm -hmm. I you've given me you gave me a gift. Yeah, it was a watch. (laughs) Okay, but I don't really like it. Okay. You ungrateful. <laughs> okay. Okay, honey, I just, I, I've got to ask, because people have been following this, and of course, you know, everyone defends you all the time, because they don't live with you. You know, they don't know what it's like. <laughs> so Boys. everyone's like, dance, Schwann's amazing, you know, da 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 If they say it on the internet, it can't be false. Okay, so here's the thing, hon. What inspired you to buy this? Uh, I saw it online. I thought maybe you might like it. <laughs> I know. And I love you so much. And you have such a great heart. And you're such a great husband. But I I just don't know how you got this. Well, you know what we can do? We can go return it and find it something. If it doesn't bring you joy, if it doesn't bring you joy, let's return it and I, find you something that that does. I do have to say, you gave it to me for Valentine's Day, my birthday, and I have been wearing it. And it kind of has worn on me. Not too late. I'm taking it back. <laughs> As soon as we're off air, I'm taking it back. But honey, I'm going I, back I, to CVS and I'm returning it. But do you appreciate me telling you this or are you like upset? Do you have to be honest? Because, you know, the thing with you is like you will tell me two years later, like something's wrong, right? Like we didn't have sex on our wedding night and it took you two Please years. Stop. <laughs> okay, fine. I won't go there. All right, fine. It didn't bother me. <laughs> But no, that's that's fine. Okay, if you, you don't like you it, you sometimes hold. What I'm if, getting at is, you hold in sometimes resentments. Would and then my you tell would me. my preference be that you like a thoughtful gift from my heart? Yes, that would be my preference. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know women's fashion. I saw it. I thought you might like it. And then, of course, uh, you're wearing a, a watch of a similar color scheme the other day, and I thought, oh crap, she has something already like that. 
So I'm not, no, let's go take it back and find you something you like. You're so sweet, though. I mean, do you feel this way about gifts I give you? Um, which What gifts are those? I, I've, I bought you John Varvato shirts yeah, that, nice. that you like. I appreciate that. Okay, you liked those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I try to buy you like everything, cooking stuff, because you're really into cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, your gifts I are know, thoughtful. I feel selfish in our relationship. Can you reassure me or something so I don't have... Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Man, I love you. Uh, Thank you for being on the show. Everybody adores you. You can at least open up like an email line or something where people can communicate to you, or because you're not on social media. Yeah, you know what? Um, They can reach me at does not respond at the Sarah Fraser Show dot com. Okay, goodbye. Okay, that's the show. Oh my God, love you guys so much. Have a special guest tomorrow. I can't wait to share. Please be following me on IG. It's at the Sarah Fraser Show. And also, if you want to watch clips of the podcast, always with guests and with Schman, you can follow me on YouTube. It's just Sarah Fraser or the Sarah Fraser Show. All right, bye everybody.